This is a caffeinated risk espresso shot with Rochelle Lawyer. You know, to your point earlier, Rochelle, about this idea of knowing the human in the equation. Yeah, getting to understand what these people need to run every day. And it's it's amazing to see the change in how you go from department to department, from company to company, and, and the questions that you ask. But the answers you get are, are so wildly different. That I think that's the intriguing part of the world when you look at it from that risk-based approach is, okay, great. Now, how can we take a look at this problem from a, from a different aspect? I don't know. I find it really interesting. You get in these meetings and, and all of a sudden the room gets quiet because you're that security person asking to help and you just want to talk about business. They get they get all freaked out. It's like, what, 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 what do yeah, you mean? They, so, like asking asking people in plain language with no jargon and not acting yeah. like you are delivering wisdom from on high shockingly goes a long way uh, <laughs> towards building that uh, relationship. Um, and I mean, I see... I, I am heartened by how much I see people in security embracing that. But the communication, the clear communication yeah. idea. Okay. The ability, the ability to treat um, your business partners as as true business partners. I, I, hanging around security people for the past fifteen years, I have definitely. It's not perfect, but I've seen absolute incremental progress from this department of no, this uh, I know best, do what I say, uh, to a much more open approach, uh, much more collaborative approach. And it, it makes me feel good that I have been part of helping drive that change uh, as as small as it might have been through through the work that I've done. And um, I think it's just going to keep going. When, when I interact with young people in this industry, even more so, um, because they are, they are more driven. I'm a Gen Xer. I'm a, give me, I got it. I got control of this. That's my generation. And the next generation is even more collaborative and more egalitarian. So I can, I can only see it getting better as it goes along. I remember reading an article years ago and sort of puzzling at it because there was still lots of department of no hangover, legacy, whatever. But this, you know, security is a business enabler. And you sort of think, yeah, it sounds all fuzzy in that. But as we look forward and we look at all of these different risk scenarios, it, you know, as I'm reading this, is dawning on me. In this particular article, I think it was talking about undersea drilling or something like that and how they could actually securely do this activity and as a result of putting in these capabilities and these controls the organization that probably would have had to spend a few billion dollars to make this work felt that their money was well spent and they could get it back versus we're not sure this is going to work out we look at all of the risks that would be in an operation like that, cyber is just one little piece of it. You know, what if mm -hmm. two guys go a little cabin crazy and one of them throws the other one off the platform? Like, that's a real thing you got to think about. If somebody gets sick, how would you quarantine them so the rest of the ship doesn't get sick? Like, we'd never really sort of think about those as securities and, and risks, but they are. And these would, those would impact your business, right? Uh, and, and that's why it, it so has to be a 
a team effort to make sure everything is happening. You can't just, uh, well, honestly, like you can't just say security risk. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why that's it's why risk management is a is a much larger concept. It's why you have to bring security into the fold of it to be managed along with operational risk, along with financial risk, along with mm-hmm. um, all of the different kinds of risk that you could possibly see. Why would you leave security out of that equation? And the reason is that for for a very long time, security was like, oh, this is special. It's not right. like other risks. Like, yep. This is a like we know, we we know, we got it, we got this. Um, and now security is saying, uh, I'm a risk that you need to deal with the same way you deal with all those risks. Decide your tolerance, please, because I'm, I, I, you're not giving me money for zero tolerance. Which means if you're not if we're not budgeting zero tolerance, then we have to start really treating it as a risk equation, a risk question that the business has to decide. Like I am sure that one day, seventy five years ago, somebody had a perfect budget that was a zero tolerance budget. But uh, past that one person that had that one time, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never experienced it personally. Um, like we keep hoping for it, like. Once I joined the vendor side of things, that where's your budget question becomes a little bit, a little bit more important. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's just selfish. Um, no, I, so I, 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 I like seeing that we are coming into that business enabling fold that everybody else has been in for a while. Who that they just take it for granted? Like, yeah, I take a financial risk. That's what I do. Is, all right. Okay. So what's your risk tolerance for losing, um, that large warehouse? Like are you mm-hmm. cool with it? Like it's a financial risk. It's a, this, it's a operational risk, but if you're cool with it, then don't spend money to protect it, please, because it's not worth it to you. Um, on the other hand, universally, when I talk to people about how they feel about their employees, they're like, uh, yeah, need to protect them. Don't forget to subscribe to Caffeinated Risk on your favorite podcast service. This way, you'll be notified when we release our next podcast. And you can listen to our previous guests just in case you missed them. Thanks so much for listening to Caffeinated Risk.